Welcome to the Wealth Academy podcast. This podcast helps you discover wealth is more than just money. It consists of several empowering components that make up wealth in your personal and business life. Now, here's your host, Paul Lawrence Van. Good day, good day, everyone. This is your host, Paul Lawrence Van, host of Wealth Academy podcast. It's always a pleasure to have you with us as listeners and subscribers through all the countries that we impact with you listening. We really appreciate it and honored to be here. Now, today's special guest is really going to share some great things with us. And we, of course, know that this month is National Financial Literacy Month. So we're going to be talking about that financial services uh, area. And today we have the guest, Melanie Arce. Melanie, how are you doing today, my friend? Hi, Paul. It's nice to be here. All right. It's honored to have you here. And let me tell you just a little bit about her before we get started with the questions. We're going to have some, but Melanie is in that financial services area that I mentioned before. She's based out of the beautiful city of San Diego, attended San Diego State University in the lovely part of the USA over there in Southern California. So we want to really welcome her with open arms because she's going to share some really great things with us today. And it's just an honor to have her here. So Melanie, let's get started. And let's, first of all, that's my bailiwick, that financial area. I love it. And I know that you do too. Yeah. And let's talk about the genesis of how the financial services came about for you. Let's talk about the origin of it and and how it all came to be for you as we share it with our listeners. Okay. Um, I kind of stumbled into it, believe it or not, Paul. Uh, I was looking for a an internship in while I was attending San Diego State, and I sort of I, I'm a I'm a single. Uh, well, back then I was married and I have three uh-huh. children, uh-huh. and I was looking for the kind of internship that offered some flexibility. Sure. Uh, that was kind of difficult with a lot of the options that were available. So, mm-hmm. um, I was at a career fair and I just stumbled upon, you know, a, I don't know if we could mention brands. So <laughs> I, I, you can't my, mention, you can mention brands. Yeah, yeah. So I stumbled upon the booth for Aflac. I, okay. I started off with Aflac and I became an Aflac intern. Uh-huh. Um, like I told you, they offered the flexibility for my internship that uh, I really needed as a mom. Sure. And as a student, and that's sort of how I got started very much by accident. Uh-huh. Uh, I never honestly anticipated going into the financial services and retirement industry, but that sure. that's where it began. Uh-huh. And then, you know, I, I there's uh, in, in the state of California, you know, you're required to get a license and do so many hours of sure. Uh, continued education in order to mm-hmm. retain that license to be a producer and to sell certain insurances. So I, I had this license and I, I didn't know what to do with it. I just kind of sat on it while I was in school and trying to do my thing. But it really all happened by accident. I always tell people, Melanie, that uh, it's not luck, mm-hmm. at, but more so, and it's not happen chance. It's actually what you were supposed to do, but yeah. it didn't, it, it's not written out for you that way, but that's how it worked out. So it's not happen chance at all. It, at least not to me, it isn't. 
yeah. and, and it's what's your purpose to do, which I think is really great because everyone needs uh, financial services. They, they need the advice. They need the, the mentoring. They need coaching all around finances all the way. Yes. Sure. Yes, definitely. Um, it, it's just the irony. I think of things, you know, uh, mm-hmm. like for one example, one thing that I really struggled with in school and as I was getting my degree was this finance course that I, we all had to take as sure. business majors, you know, and it was very difficult for me. Uh, but I kept at it, you know, and I passed it and, um, I, I, I never, like I told you, I never thought that I would go into financial services, but it it became a passion because I just saw such a need for the services in people's lives. And really, if they understood how these products work and how they can get their money working for them, I thought that, you know, I I could help out. Absolutely. You know, I, I really just thought I could help out and see what I could do with that. Yeah, yeah, we're going to get into that even more in depth as we go along. Mm -hmm. Uh, We just want to let the people in the Wealth Academy podcast community to know that when you have a a strong personal relationship with your money, that's one of the best relationships you can have. And it is a relationship because money responds Mm -hmm. to how we respond and what we do with it. We have to put it into action. And we'll talk about that a little bit more as well. Okay. So Melanie, thank you for that. And let's talk just a little bit about what has been your greatest personal and our business challenge. You can select either one and uh-huh. um, whichever one uh, you feel most comfortable with to share that. Um, well, my greatest personal challenge or business challenge. Um, uh, let's go with they, business. They, you know, they're like very much aligned. Okay. Uh, my parallel. personal and yes, they are. Um, the biggest thing for me is starting this podcast was putting myself out there, being, yeah. you know, letting myself be vulnerable to be people. Courageous. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it takes I think courage. All of us as entrepreneurs, right? For sure. You, you dive into it. You're like, yes, I'm going to do this. But then, you know, you're like, oh, <laughs> this is harder than I thought. The balance, be. that work-life balance. Yeah. Um, Yes, definitely the work-life balance, but it was just, for me, it was all about maybe exposing myself to something that I had never really done before, Mm -hmm. at least not successfully. I had my hand at trying a number of like, you know, like stay at home sort of businesses, you know, I sold Avon and I did all kinds of stuff from those are Those are good too. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. they are. Uh, But I was never I, I, I was never diligent with it. I never stuck to it the way that I did with my education uh-huh. or my financial literacy. I, I didn't do that. Um, it, sure. it was, it was very difficult also. Uh, so I think that is really yeah. the main issue that I had to deal with when it came to, uh, putting myself out there for my business and personal really, I, yeah. I you know, struggling with, what do they call that? Um, Imposter syndrome. syndrome. Yes. Yes. That has been the hardest thing for me to get over as an entrepreneur. Sure. Definitely. Well, I think part of that, and we all kind of experience it one time or another, it's just um, getting more experience at something. Right. And it, it may not be the imposter syndrome as much as it is just getting more experience. And that 
really kind of explains how I went from three episodes last August to 120 now. Oh, wow. <laughs> I, I just decided that, you know what? I, I don't know anything about imposter syndrome, but I'm going to give it everything I have. And so <laughs> in seven months, I did about, I did probably 125. I just haven't uploaded all of them yet. And so I did a lot of testing. I did a lot of made mistakes, which I, I enjoy because you learn from that. Yes. And then I had a lot of successes as well. Uh-huh. And, and I was able to uh, build influence, build uh-huh. community and generate revenue. So I hit the trifecta, if you will. And, yeah. and, and that's kind of what I, I kind of recommend for, you know, people uh-huh. just starting out in podcasts and just go for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> go for it. Yeah. And it's a lot of fun too. Yeah. It's, it's a lot so of fun. Much fun. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's a yeah. lot of fun. Yeah. So yeah, that that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's talk about uh, your greatest success personally and our business-wise as an entrepreneur and financial services, uh, any either one you choose to, to go with. Yeah, my greatest success, my greatest personal success is completing college. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a good I, one. Yeah. I, if, you know, as a kid, it was everything to me to go to college and And were you the first in your family? Yeah. In my inter, in my immediate family. Uh Yes. Uh, in my extended family, there's a couple of, uh, college grads now, whereas in the past generation with my mother and my aunts, nobody had ever gone to college. Um, yeah, I was first high school, first college. Yeah. First advanced degree, first military, first retired, all oh, of that first, first, first. <laughs> that's, I think you have a cape hidden somewhere there, Paul. <laughs> you are just like, you got so many things going you know, on. Superman, you. Superman, you has are, the S. Man. Superman has the S on the chest. I have the go get it on my chest. Go get it. It's not going to come. It, go out and get it. Make it happen. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so uh, I, I've been a mom for the past almost 15 years now See, and that's a hero uh, right there <laughs> thanks. The mother mothers are heroes thank you yeah uh, and school was difficult mm-hmm. for me i i maybe i started i went to college 20 years ago uh-huh. when i was 18 i wish i could say just, that <laughs> <laughs> oh you went straight more. to the military I, right I, no I, I actually went after i finished college oh yeah that's great so i, I yeah. was commissioned uh, yeah uh-huh Yes, I got that first. Yeah, it's it, it's really difficult to finish college once you've quit. And then, you know, when you return. And so I didn't return for several years, but I kept trying. I took a sure. couple classes here and there. And then it wasn't until after my daughter was born in 2010 that I decided, you know, I have to commit to this. I wasn't making the type of money that I wanted. I didn't have sure. the jobs that I really wanted either it was upsetting to me. And Mm -hmm. I knew that the only way that I would get ahead was to continue with my education and get that degree. I needed to get that degree so I could get my foot in the door. So I just continued and it took me another 10 years. I Mm -hmm. finally graduated from uh, San Diego state in 2020 Uh with a business degree in business management. Okay, wonderful. Congratulations, because it, it takes a lot of determination and commitment to do that. And especially yeah. to have children. See, for me, uh, all through my 20 years, college and 20 years, I, I never had any family. I didn't have family at all, no children, uh-huh. anything. And so what you did, you removed the barrier that some uh, 
company would have for you coming to work for them. You know, they want to look on that resume. They want to see, you know, do you have that education? So you remove that barrier. Yes. And, and again, you know, for all of us, there's no time clock or calendar that says we have to finish a degree or anything at a certain time. Yes. Thank yeah. you. Yes. Yeah, yes. We, I, I think so often we get hard on ourselves that it yeah. has to be done by a certain time. Yes. Absolutely. Thank you. And, you and, know, like you see some of these students, they take a year off before they go to college because yeah. they're just getting prepared. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And I would never, so I would never tell people to do school the way that I did. I would just sure. tell them, you know, take as many classes as you want, figure out what your flavor is. Right. right. Um, I, I would never tell people to do school the way that I did, you know, quit, go back, quit, go back. Sure. But as long as you have an idea what you want to do, including, um, right. you know, you want to take a, take a year off, take a year off mm -hmm. you for, for, you do not want to waste money while you are in school. If exactly. you feel like you are burnt out after you finished high school, because God knows there's lots of these high school students have over a 4.0 GPA, they exactly. are hustling in high school. And you may, you maybe need that, you know, yeah. maybe find yourself. That's totally cool too. It's all dependent on your timeline, exactly. your personal timeline. Do not push yourself to keep up with other people. Absolutely. So I want everyone in the wealth Academy podcast community to listen to what Melanie is talking about, because everyone's journey is different. Mm -hmm. And even if the journey is different, we can still all get there together. Yeah, and that's the most important thing right there. So Melanie, let's talk a bit about uh, this National Financial Literacy Month. Uh, that's okay. our favorite month, April. And people <laughs> think that that financial literacy is something that's been around forever a month, but it's only been around since the year 2000. So yeah. uh, it's, it's relatively new. Please share an aha moment for our listeners as it pertains to how they can overcome a financial challenge they may, may be experiencing or may have experienced that you can share with them to kind of help bring them along and say it's okay. <laughs> um, an aha moment? Are we, I mean, what are we talking about exactly? Uh, in, in other words, um, what is something that a person who is challenged with their finances, they can do to help overcome uh, that that challenge itself. Yeah, I mean, the first things first is be real with yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, you only you know your spending habits. Only you know yourself, really. Mm -hmm. And it takes in, an incredible amount of strength and honesty in True. order to, you know, be real. And exactly. Just being transparent. Exactly. Um, mm -hmm. Don't lie to yourself. Definitely not. Mm -hmm. uh, at least that's, that's the first step before you decide to go on this path of being becoming financial literate. Um, that's what it was like for me. Uh -huh. You know, there were certain things uh, all along in my life. I mean, I'm not going to lie to people. I, I struggled with my, uh, with my relationship with money and it mm -hmm. really, it became such a burden right around mm -hmm. the time that I was getting divorced. I'm like, I have to be honest with myself. I have to figure out how to turn this around. Right. And, you know, I had all the resources available to me as somebody mm -hmm. who had just gone through uh, an education in sure. college and then also had to retake all of these 
educational courses to sure. sell insurance and to work mm-hmm. in the retirement and financial services industry. Mm-hmm. So yeah, definitely be honest and to have that courage yeah. to turn it around. Absolutely. That courage is just really important. Uh, but yeah. for some people, it could be discipline, exactly. you know, like you and I talked about on my podcast. Yeah. Uh, there's just... I think that last year was a very hard year for us. Yeah, and it was very challenging if, for sure. Yeah. And I think that um, if you weren't paying attention to your own needs and what you needed in order to, I guess, level up or to ascend, yeah. right, then maybe you didn't get it. Right. Maybe uh-huh. you, maybe, maybe you need well, to do 2020 I again. Tell you <laughs> that COVID-19, it, it brought everyone to their consciousness. Yes. You know, because right? uh, we had so many limitations, you know, movement in regards to being able to go out like we normally do, um, whether it's uh, engaging with other people in business. Yes. And so that paradigm, of course, shifted to the virtual platform like we are now. But um, it really pushed everyone. And, and so from that standpoint, probably not so bad. Mm-hmm. Because if we learn from it, then it's, it's a good thing. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Um, and then uh, along that line, mm-hmm. uh, you know, if there were things that maybe you hadn't gotten around to that you felt like maybe your intuition had been tugging at you for the longest time, right? COVID-19 did that for me. Mm -hmm. Um, For example, one of the things I was procrastinating about investing in was uh, life insurance. Right. A lot of people don't make the investment of having Mm -hmm. life insurance. They don't need it you know right. <laughs> they don't yeah. need it they, they don't see the benefit and the of young it or people whatever. think they're gonna live forever exactly yeah. exactly right <laughs> and the same thing goes for like annuities and stuff like that exactly but, but for me it was life insurance and you know i love my kids more than anything sure. i needed to make sure that their futures were protected so uh-huh. how can i right. do that i bought a policy yeah. it it doesn't even have to be expensive or anything exactly. like that right but i mean i can't it- go it's, at least it's much. something where they won't have to start from scratch, just make it on their own, but it'd be more like a uh, buffer. Yes. So exactly. they won't have to, they, their, their beginning won't have to be as rough. They don't have to go out and get a job or depend on some, someone else. They actually have a policy. And the great part is that it's not taxed. Yeah. Yeah. For annuities. Part. Yeah. It's yeah. not, it's not taxed. Um, yeah. Uh, until you take that take out, out at the end. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I mean, something as easy as a term policy, for right. example, yeah. which is what I got. I, I never. Yeah. A 10 or 20 years, 15 years. Whatever. Yeah. I have a 30 year policy. Right. And uh, there's a couple of writers on there, sure. uh, their clauses. Uh-huh. Uh, I won't go into that. So sure. my, my policy is slightly more expensive, but I right. mean, if people knew that they can protect their legacy uh-huh. by only spending like 50 bucks a month, like really, why wouldn't you, you do that? You can't beat it. And you so know? that's more, <clears throat> you're looking at more or less uh, a whole life policy. Or term- oh, no, I have a term, term. policy. Uh, I wasn't uh-huh. ready to. Uh, as a new mom who's starting right. over, I wasn't ready to do a whole life policy. I right. have the option to turn it over exactly. when I'm ready to, uh-huh. but it's a 30 year policy. And I have mm-hmm. a couple of child writers on there exactly. and I pay $55 a month. Yeah, for this you can't thing. beat that. 
Yeah. I mean, my, I want people to keep in mind though, that it, it will vary according to your sure. sex and your age, age and your and health, whether you smoke or but anything you like don't that. know, unless you sit down with the financial professional. Yeah. And so, like I told you, for me, the aha moment came when COVID-19 hit, I was like, well, I don't have anybody uh-huh. to protect. Like, I don't, I don't have anybody. I don't have any backup resources or anything like that. Sure. I need to protect my legacy, which is my kids. Exactly. And I got this term policy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I took care of my two children as well. And uh, they, I talked to them about it. You know, they're teenagers. Mm-hmm. So I talked to them about it and uh, at least they know something did happen mm-hmm. that, uh, you know, they, they won't have to start at rock bottom. You know, they yeah, already definitely. have a, they already have a, a, a jump on things and uh, you know, they can go from there. Yeah. Exactly. And I mean, there's so many products out there. Uh, I, it sounds like, did they end up going in on like a whole poli- whole life policy? Uh, they went with term. Went with term. Oh, they went with but, term. But again, yeah. it can convert it. Yeah, and, definitely. And so I think ultimately that's what I'll do with my kids, make it a whole life so they can have the cash value built yes. in on the back end. Yeah. Yes. And depending upon the product that you have, right. um, you know, if you went in on a whole policy, on a mm-hmm. whole life policy, uh, people don't know this. And like I said, it depends on the uh, product. You can exactly. also borrow Absolutely. from that product at a lower, you lower can, rate. Yes. Yeah. And you can use it. Uh, you can use it towards, I don't know, a, you want to buy a house. Want a house. Yeah, exactly. Invest in real estate. Exactly. Uh, you can. All of that. Yeah. See, a lot of people don't know that. I, I had a few guests on that came on, and that's exactly what they did mm-hmm. and what they do. And, and so it's uh, really, you wouldn't, won't even really need a bank account other than just to take care of just the, you know, your utilities or whatever like that, but you can just get it all through the insurance, which I think is a great idea. We want people who are listening to, to listen even more, take some notes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, definitely. And like I told you, I mean, it really all depends on the policy, policy. and there's uh, different laws about marketing exactly um, state by state so That's i can't correct. go into too much detail right. with different products because what, what what's different for california is different than maryland or dc exactly. or new york it all differs and that's why we need to bring that that specialist in a person who handles uh that those type of policies yeah 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 mm-hmm. i mean people think that oh we just want to sit you down and like price gadget no, no. we need to know your circumstances Absolutely. in order to fit you with the best product possible exactly. it's like buying a suit you know sure <laughs> it's like buying a suit <laughs> yeah you don't want to have a too big or too small you want it just exactly right. yeah. exactly you want to protect yourself with uh, something you can afford that yes. you can maintain for the long term you don't mm-hmm. want to go out and buy the priciest thing out there you know uh-huh. because it it's just not going to fit your budget you exactly. want to make sure that you're using your money appropriately and building wealth that way yes and, and especially when you have children and that's what we want listeners to know that children if they save money and invest over a 20-year period of time they could conceivably be very wealthy at the end of that 20 the 30 right? year uh, time frame because the sooner yes. and the earlier you start investing the more you're going to have. And that gives you just great life options for sure. Yeah. 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 I, I mean, nobody, you know, the, the unfortunate thing is that nobody wants to talk about death and nobody mm-hmm. wants to talk about retirement. Nobody wants to think about getting old, but they're very realistic. They're very real stages in life. We have to sure. consider those things. Yeah. Yeah. I, I brought on a guest and she talked about 
And she actually, it, it wasn't a will, it's not a will, but it's actually a document that people would use to sit down. Uh, a, a, um, adult children would talk with their elderly parent and mm -hmm. tell them, well, what do you want in the funeral? What are your colors? Uh, yeah. what, what do you want us to say on your behalf? Mm -hmm. And I think that's really good because it's opened up that line of communication. There won't be a whole lot of misunderstanding or trying to figure out, okay, I wonder what she would have done. I wonder what he would have done, would have wanted it done. When they, right. with, with this document, they would know. And it's right. not a will, but it's actually a, 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 a document that provides for the family to communicate their wishes at the end right. of years. Yeah. Right. Um, so in the state of California, I don't, I don't know how it works in other states. Uh, sure. We, as a, as a life insurance agent, we don't take care of all of those little details, but sure. I'm sure that you can talk to uh, like a funeral home director right. would take funeral care of director. things like a pre-need. Sure. It sounds like a pre-need. Our or, executor. Yes, exactly. Yeah, um, uh, maybe I have, a lawyer or something. Yeah. I have a friend who is a real estate or not, excuse me, not real estate what is it? An estate attorney. Estate planner. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Uh -huh. And those sort are the sort of people that you can, you know, hit up for that sort of information. Definitely. Right. But you yes. won't know until you sit down with people. So, Correct. I mean, I recommend yes. Yes. getting your, your stuff together. So absolutely. That yeah. And you know your especially options. nowadays, I think when we look back at what happened with COVID, a lot mm -hmm. more people wish they had have had those conversations because they were having those conversations even when they didn't really want to. Yeah. And they couldn't yeah. even talk to the, the person who was about to be deceased. They couldn't even be in contact with them. Yeah. So uh, uh, again, uh, COVID-19 gave everyone a time to pause and really think things out. And I'm pretty sure it happened for a reason. Yeah. You know? Yeah, definitely. I, I, we, I think we all needed to evaluate what was important to us you know and yeah. i learned that from you uh -huh. <laughs> on your podcast <laughs> i mean you know i was only thinking about myself like uh as as somebody who was waking up during that sure. whole quarantine mess it was something else it was I, right? I, I mean i've been through a lot i've been through several wars mm -hmm. you know having been in the military and we never had anything like this we we had the um anthrax scare that was going around. Oh, right. And that's Were that. you on Capitol Hill when that went on? Yeah. Well, I went on Capitol oh, Hill, but I was at the Pentagon. I was at the oh, Pentagon. The, yeah, yeah. But I, I, had, I, had, I had been on Capitol Hill, but it came afterwards. But again, it's something you can't smell it, taste it, or touch it. If yeah. you touched it, it will get into your bloodstream and it wouldn't be long before it's over. But they were uh, giving vaccinations to the military, active duty and reserve. Oh. Uh, and, and of course, someone was mailing it to members of Congress. Yeah, I remember and, and, that. And so, you know, it's, it's one of those things where you just never know. And that's why it's so important to have that insurance. Like also have um, like a, almost like a disaster policy as well. Yeah. You know, yeah. Because you, you just never know what's going to happen. Right. You have to protect your assets, your life, yeah, your yeah. health. And everything that you work so hard for, why not? Yeah, you know, yeah, your property, absolutely. all of that. Yes, all of it. So of yeah. course, that what that means, listeners, is that M Melanie and I, we have all kinds of insurance policies because <laughs> it's, and we hope that you have some too, because it makes all the difference. We know we're going to pay a little bit if something, in the event something happens, maybe a deductible, but that's a lot less than paying the whole thing by, by yourself. Right, right. Yeah. So, exactly. Yeah. Uh, like I have 
uh, insurance for my business. I have right. to have yeah, that as too. a as a producer. Absolutely. And it's really a small amount in right. in the just of things, but it takes money to make money. It so really why not protect again your your greatest assets? You have yes. to protect your life, right. Right, your health, property, any sort of property, yeah. and your business. And your business, absolutely. Mm-hmm. For sure, for sure. So let's talk a little bit right now about uh, the financial services industry. Is there anything that's that's coming out there now that uh, COVID-19, we're seeing it um, kind of, we're probably getting close to the end, maybe, Mm -hmm. maybe as early as 2022. But is there anything in the financial services area that they're covering uh, that uh, people need to be aware of that you're aware of? That they're covering? Yeah. I'm, In other words, are any policy changes as a result of COVID or is there any um, uh, modifications down the line? Anything like that? Um, I'm sure uh, prior. So I was I, I, I can't name companies that I right. was with or anything sure. like that, because I'm sure the policies have probably changed now yeah. uh, after the last year. Absolutely. Uh, but I remember there was also a pivot prior, uh, just as just as COVID hit last March, sure. there was a pivot, pivot in the industry. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was a pivot in the industry. And uh, I remember as I'm going through all of my product training, sure. you know, people that the companies were worried about all mm-hmm. how all of these people who got infected, how they were going to, how all of that was going to if affect sure. the products that we were exactly. selling. Right. Exactly. It is a pre-existing condition now. Uh, right. And uh, as far as products or anything like that, I don't know that it will necessarily disqualify you if they know that you sure. had had COVID-19, right. but it, it isn't necessarily something that will work in your favor. Exactly. Um, yeah. Like and I, said, I think Congress is probably going to have to weigh in on it as well. Yeah. And, and, and perhaps uh, that recent stimulus, it really kind of covered the local and state government. Mm-hmm. who is really coming up short because of lack of revenue. No one's mm-hmm. traveling. No one's getting speeding tickets. People aren't running through red lights, et cetera, mm-hmm. et cetera. Fewer accidents, mm-hmm. fewer miles on the car, you know, yeah. different things such as that. Yeah. Because um, I've, I've owned my car for, in May, it'll be two years. And I've put, uh, I think, 8,300 miles on it in two years. Oh, wow. Yeah. Really? I mean, That's very it. low. So I can get a reduction on my, my vehicle insurance as a result uh-huh. of that, because just not traveling. Not, not yeah. Well, there's just so many variables, right? right? Uh, yeah. One of the, like I told you, what they were telling us in, at the company mm-hmm. that I was working for at the time was uh-huh. that if you got COVID, we were not going to be able to cover you. Right. Now that doesn't necessarily, necessarily mean that you cannot get a policy it doesn't Uh, Mm -hmm. but it depends on your health and your age and different variables okay so definitely just if you're interested in getting a policy um check with an agent because it really does depend on the carrier exactly and And i wonder if how it's going to impact for people who take the vaccine and the people who don't take the vaccine right i mean that's that's going to be an impact right there yeah yeah that's that's going to be something yeah Yeah. a a number of people aren't taking it in fact some people in the healthcare area are not even taking it some of the military aren't taking it 
So, yeah. so I guess I'm wondering if that would offset the insurance policies they have uh-huh. or, or things like that. And so I guess Congress is going to have to work that out as well, because that's one of their issues for sure. Yeah. 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 So we I mean, I wouldn't be surprised, honestly, if they if the president leaves that under leaves that up to the states, to be honest sure. with you, Paul, yeah. um, it's going to be kind of difficult for them to mandate everybody to get this vaccine but you right. never know yeah you never know yeah that's very true very true right but it, mm-hmm. it seems to be uh in heading in the right direction though yeah uh, but right now people really want to get out you know they the beaches are going to open up i'm going to probably be there i'll be honest with you. i'll be at the beach <laughs> <laughs> they'll be chasing me down the beach but i'll be there <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome paul you gotta enjoy your time you know absolutely absolutely you, so let, you work hard you gotta oh, play hard too paul that's right that's life we love it we love it <laughs> so let's talk a bit about your podcast melanie please share what the name of it is and let's talk about what the mission of your podcast is and how you serve your community right so my podcast name is aventuras uh tales aventuras. of a latin mommy uh-huh. I named that after my blog. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I just started it. I just launched it at the end of March. Uh-huh. And my mission for my first season is about building or rebuilding sure. a financial foundation. Uh-huh. Very good. Right. So I, I don't know. Uh, this is like I told you in my podcast, this is my reality. And yes. I'm sure millions of others of Absolutely. people are going through the same thing for sure. But as I'm, as I'm going along and I'm trying to figure out how, you know, any sort of content or anything like that, I kind of felt this responsibility to go back to basics and also share information for people who are building, because I didn't feel like I got the education, that education Uh myself. Uh Uh, So it's sort of a building, rebuilding sort of, education on sure. your financial foundation or examining your relationship with money. Sure. Yeah. Sure. And, and, and we can all uh, kind of go back to our youth and think about the impact that money had on us. Then of course, if we didn't have a job. It wasn't an issue, mm-hmm. but once we become adults, it's a big deal. You know, where do you stay and how much can you afford? Do you have transportation? Mm-hmm. Uh, does the company a business you work with, do they provide, healthcare. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so there's so many different uh, tangibles out there. But now today, uh, the around the globe, over 7 billion people pretty much experience the same thing. Mm -hmm. But maybe to a just a different extent. Mm -hmm. But it impacted everyone everywhere, whether you're on a cruise ship, whether you're on an airplane, no matter where you are. And so I I think uh, nowadays, there's a commonality. One of the things that, that I talked about uh, when it comes to finances is that there are three to four things that are common right now with people. Mm-hmm. And 78% of all people, in the, at least in the United States, they're experiencing anxiety, stress. Mm-hmm. They're, they're experiencing uh, depression mm-hmm. over the fact that uh, the money situation. Yeah. Uh, and, and the reason why is because uh, some companies have shuttered and will never open again. Some companies only operating at 50% capacity and then others have remote employees at home operating at 100%. Mm-hmm. 
And so with that taking place, it's no wonder reported today over 700,000 people file for unemployment insurance, oh. right? My. So it, what it lets us know is that uh, the, the, the landscape of the financial markets and the economy is shifting and it's shifting mm-hmm. really fast. And so by putting in that last stimulus, I believe it's going to help, but I think even more is going to have to happen. And, and, and so um, whether it impacted entrepreneurs, people closed during this period of time, the mom and pop stores, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, but uh, there's a big change coming in the United States. And I, I think it probably hit us at probably about early 2022. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, there's going to be a big shift taking place. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Um, right now that you're talking about that. Uh, the businesses that went under. Yeah. I don't think that we understand the gravity of all of the businesses that went under, but I'm sure we'll feel it here soon. Yeah. But the bigger picture, right? Sure. What about the macro environment? Mm-hmm. I'm sure that they had to Absolutely. close up shop. A lot. Right. When we look at small businesses, uh, we're talking probably 80 to 90% of all businesses in the United States are small businesses. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people don't know it, but, you know, the chain of commerce, they can tell you, but mm-hmm. the, the major corporations, big corporations, we know those, but, but I think with the small business, they're operating in that 85 to 90% of all businesses are small businesses. And, and many, when they had the second, well, the first and second stimulus, a lot of people didn't get the PPP. They didn't get the, those loans that would be forgiven. They were mm-hmm. actually going to major corporations. Yeah, billion dollar stockholder organizations, which they never should have went there, but they went there and, and some of them gave it back, but the majority didn't. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that hurt as well, because you can never recover that. You can never right. break that back. Yeah. Right. So, all right. Um, we're getting down to the end, Melanie. I can't believe it. We're having <laughs> such a great time. If you have anything else to share, please do so now your contact information, et cetera. So our listeners can learn more about you. Right. Well, I think the last thing that I really just wanted to share is, you know, that there's resources available to you all over the place. Um, I'm just starting to really do my research into how to rebuild my financial foundation. And if you're really passionate enough, you know, just look, ask people. I'm sure that, you know, your community will help out as Mm -hmm. I've been welcomed into like Paul's community, honestly, Paul has been such a wonderful influence on me as I, as I try to build my podcast and my business as well, but don't be afraid, you know, have courage and be diligent. And I'm sure that things will be better uh, for you in the long run. Um, So before I go though, my podcast name is again, Aventuras, Tales of a Latin Mommy. And it's uh, the mommy's guide to rebuilding a fin- financial foundation. Mm-hmm. Very important. Yes. Uh, you can also check out my blog uh, mm-hmm. and catch up with any sort of personal stuff that I'm dealing with. Uh, that's also at Aventuras, Tales of a Latin Mommy.com. Mm-hmm. And um yeah, if you ever want to reach out to me sure. for any sort of financial advice or anything like that, yes. you can email me at Melanie at Aventuras, that's A-V-E-N-T-U-R-A-S, Tales of a Latin Mommy.com. Uh-huh. 
And I promise you, I won't judge you or anything right. like that. The whole idea of this really is, you know, let's give yeah. people some help. Let's give sure. people some resources. And if I'm not able to help you, then of course I am more than willing to find somebody yes. who can help. Yes. Uh, that's how it works in the financial services industry. You know, Absolutely. where if we can't help, we, we could totally uh, send you to somebody who can help. Yeah, because there's a specialist everywhere, especially in financial services. Exactly. Sure. And uh, like I said, not all of us are are registered with the same carriers. Right. So products right. vary across right. the board. Exactly. They vary. So I can't, I, I, I'm not able to share specific products right. or anything yeah. like that. But because yeah, we want we don't want the state attorney coming knocking on the door. <laughs> right, <laughs> right? the Department of Insurance. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. The commissioner, what did you say, the, Melanie? <laughs> the comptroller of the state. We don't need that right there. You know. <laughs> exactly. But uh, <laughs> it really it I mean, there's so many products out there for a reason. And it's just because exactly. everybody's needs are so exactly. different. Absolutely. Again, oh. you won't know until you sit down with somebody who works in the financial services and retirement industry. So yeah. why not? Yes, absolutely. So Melanie, thank you so much for being our on it guest today. And it's been just such a lot of fun. And uh, I really enjoy watching you as you go along your journey as a podcaster as well, because mm -hmm. I, I know that what that journey is like. So thank you so much for being our on it guest today. Oh, thank you so much, Paul. It's always a pleasure talking to you. All right. Same here. And for all of our listeners in the Wealth Academy podcast community, thank you so much for being so wonderful today. And do me a favor. You know, I can count on you. Go out there to Apple Podcasts and rate and review uh, Melanie R.C.'s her interview today and give her a five star rating. We would give 10, but the app only goes up to five. So we'll do our best, but uh, take some time out to do that. And we really appreciate it. And remember our mantra, wealth is more than just money. So we talked about money. We talked about financial services today, but it all builds up into the other areas of our lives. It builds up into those areas of having compassion, having good relationships, having understanding, having peace, having uh, allowing our health to be our wealth and much, much more. So thank you all for being just tremendous, tremendous listeners. And we couldn't do it without you. And I look forward to seeing you on the next episode of Wealth Academy podcast. And so have a great day. My time is up and I thank you for yours. And Melanie, have a great day and rest of this week, my friend. Thank you. All right. Have a great day, everyone. And I'll see you on the next episode of Wealth Academy Podcast. I'm your host, Paul Lawrence Van. Have a great day. And I'll see you in just a, Thank a while. Thank you for listening. You will find the day. show notes for links to everything that was mentioned. You will find the show notes on my landing page. Subscribe to the Wealth Academy Podcast. Rate or review the podcast on iTunes. 